1: So we talked about the Steelers' offense and how they we think that they will fare against um, the Ravens' defense. And obviously, let's switch gears. We know that Lamar Jackson is not going to play Sunday, which means that Tyler Huntley is going to play. And uh, this Steelers' defense is, is well-improved. And, and you and I talked about this before we started the podcast, Cordell. Their numbers don't really reflect, you know, um, how good they've played down the stretch. They are 19th in, in points allowed. So, okay, that's not a great number, but they've played much better, obviously, now that T.J. Watt has returned. It allows their pass rush to really be something. Not a huge fan of their secondary. Um, I think you can make plays on them, but obviously it's hard to do if the guys up front um, are doing their job. The one good thing that we've seen from this week is that Ronnie Stanley potentially is returning. He had a full day of practice. Um, So that could be a great thing for this team. Uh, the Steelers, like the Ravens don't give up much rushing yards, although the Steelers, um, do give up over on an average of over 107 yards per game. This has to be the game, right? That Greg Roman says, I have to stick to running the ball. I have to stick to running the ball because I have to help my backup quarterback, Tyler Huntley. Not have him throw 32 times in a game, it, right? Am I wrong here? I mean, like, gotta be right. Well, maybe
0: it could be a blessing in disguise, or maybe a you know, I don't know what you want to call it, but <laughs> a, a, a curse that Tyler Huntley was efficient a- with his 32 ta- uh, passing attempts last week may entice Greg Roman to do it again, <laughs> you know. I, I don't right. know, but uh. They're going to have to – this is a physical game. The The style of play that's played in this rivalry is going to force them to run the football. Both teams are going to run the football in this game. They have to uh, because that's just simply the recipe to win in this matchup. It's just what it's always been, you know. Um, so I, I expect this to be an ugly game on both <laughs> sides of the ball offensively. Yep. You know, it's it's going to be a good old fashioned raven Stellars type game, but not the it, it's not going to be the the vintage Flacco versus Big Ben where you might get some thirty point games in those. Sometimes this is, uh, this is going to 16, be <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking I'd be shocked if we get out of the teens uh in this game, but. Look, can the Ravens run the ball against these guys? Yeah, they can, if, if, especially if Ronnie Stanley comes back. That'll be a huge boost, uh, and I'm sure they would love to ha- have Stanley out there with T.J. Watt on the other side of the ball um, for sure. But Minka Fitzpatrick in the back of that defense, he he's really going to be, uh, I think, the key in this game. I, I want to see the chess match between him and Huntley because he takes advantage of a lot of quarterbacks in this league on a daily basis. So I'm really curious to see how if he can bait Huntley into some some wild throws, some terrible reads, you know, um, because he has a way of doing that. And Huntley, I don't I, I'm not so sold that they're going to go as run heavy as we want them to. They just right. seem like this is who they want to be, whether it's who they are or not is is pointless. It, it just looks like this is who Roman wants to be right now. He wants to be a guy that's going out there, and I'm not going to say pass heavy, but more balanced in the run pass game than it has been in the past. It's usually been what 60 40 maybe run to pass ratio. Now it's about pff, look, sometimes it looks 51 49 at times, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, uh, but the it. it I, I don't know if they're getting the type. Hopefully he looks at it and sees that they're not getting the type of success that he wants in the past game on a consistent basis, especially with Huntley. He's not the type of guy that's going to throw the ball down the field a lot. He's not going to look for the big play. And albeit, Lamar it, while while he may throw it down there sometimes, it's not like they were hitting on him, you know. Yeah. So I get it. Uh it's it's really not like there's a change there, but you're not, you you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And so I, I think with Huntley, the thing that is going to, I'm going to be looking at is can he avoid some of the things I saw from him last season, throwing short of the sticks on third down, uh, not looking to push the ball down the field, getting kind of predictable in some of his reads himself yeah. uh, at times. Um, but I, I I think the running ability is there. I don't know if he's going to get the, you know, the 80 yards that Lamar could get at, on any given time, but He has the capabilities to definitely still run their same type of offense. Got to keep T.J. Watt at bay. If you let T.J. Watt get off, this whole game could just get wrecked. Because, again, like I said, on the other side of the ball, I think it's going to come down to who can take care of the ball the most. Both of these teams are somewhat similar in the turnover department. Which, de- which guys on the defensive side of the ball is going to make the plays? Is it going to be TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick, or is it going to be Justin Houston, or Roquan Smith, or, you know, Marlon Humphrey or somebody?
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's important to, not, to know that, you know, a lot of the sacks that Lamar was taking this year was just sim- him simply just sitting in the pocket mm-hmm. too long and, and, and his, his clock just not going off and thinking that he had that kind of time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that I don't think Tyler Huntley does. I think that, you know, if he feels the heat, he, he going to get up out yeah. of there. Yeah, You know? And so, if T.J. Watt is bearing down on him, I, I just don't have him... You know, be in a position where he's just gonna try to hold on to the very last second to do that. You look, you don't have the skill players for that anyway, right. and everybody's everybody knows that Mark Andrews is going to be the number one target, so you know that they're going to try to bracket him, so you so you won't be able to do that. Um, I really think that this this boils down to you know what they done what they did last week in the Broncos game was find ways they got out of the huddle fast, ironically. Um, allow him to see, you know. Hopefully, he he understands what uh, in terms of like what he wants to do if the coverage breaks down. I'm not, cause I, I I'm not saying that I don't think Tyler Huntley can't read coverages. Not what I'm saying. I, I want to be clear on that. What I do um, know that you know, obviously, you know, you'll see. Maybe a, a, a safety or cornerback creep up at the very last second at the line. Give him enough time to be able to say, okay, that's that's not where I want to go. Maybe I wanted to go here, but now I realize I don't have that kind of time, and I need to I need to go to this play to whatever his his second option was supposed to be. Right. Um, you know, I, I agree with you. Not pushing the ball downfield. Look, that's not your strength, baby. Don't do it. The underneath should work. The the flats and outside passes should work. You know, th- those are the things that will keep you in the game. Those are the things that will keep your time of possession. And those are the things that will move the chains. Do what you're good at. You know, we saw this in the Rams game where, you know, they were moving the ball and it was fine. You know, what, they were sticking with what they were good at, right? And then they turned around and threw that um, pick down the field. Obviously, I'm talking last year. But, it's it's something. you know, these are the things that we saw last year when he was starting, right? Yeah completely changed the momentum of that football game because eventually the Rams score on that turnover right before the half and then you know the rest was history so you have to find a way to keep your quarterback your backup quarterback in good position to move the ball and it's okay to not push the ball down the field because like you said me. Mink- is a guy that likes to try to fake out his quarterbacks i'm not playing no chess match where Mika fix patrick and tyler huntley is my backup i'm not interested right. in playing that checkers is fine play checkers right. if you're good at it <laughs> play it okay this ain't the week to be playing no chess don't do it yeah. especially if you don't know how to do it okay right. don't be out there with your pawns and you got a he got a queen don't do that
0: and honestly, this is not the time either for Greg Roman to come out there starting drives with three straight passes. Oh, watch, watch you know? it
1: happen, friend. You watch know, it this, happen.
0: This is not the week for that. You you can't you can't do that. Um, I think they have to make sure that they're balanced with him and stick with some of the run plays for him too. They call them, yep. they do call them yep. for him. I'm not saying that they don't, but make sure you give him a nice sprinkle of those, you know. Uh I think it gets underrated how much, even for Lamar, how these run plays, these quarterback design run plays for them can be used as a tool to get these guys in rhythm. You know, yeah. we talk about getting some of the early passes for some of these quarterbacks to get in early rhythm. Well, sometimes for guys like that, sometimes it's letting them get a nice 12-yard run here and there and, and open a defense up. That way the defense shifts, you know, All The the way that they're lined up is going to look different. They're going to change how they're playing them because they don't want to keep getting gashed uh, like that. So just find ways to make the game simple for Tyler Huntley. Get it to his guys. And the guys outside, they have to make plays. It can't be a lot of um, catch the ball and get tackled. Somebody's going to have to make some yak plays because he's not going to really look to push the ball down the field. Somebody's going to have to make plays for him, especially now that Lamar's not there. Somebody else has got to do it now. Somebody, somebody. else has got to do it. That's going to be the key for this team. And I think that was one of the things that did them in last year was that they could not find somebody that could make that special play for them because they didn't have Lamar out there. Andrews was great. He was an all-pro last year. He did everything that he could possibly do. But there was some, you know, outside, outside of that, Only there's only one Lamar. There's only yeah. one Lamar. And even though Lamar hasn't been – MVPS this year he still that you know he he still has that big play capability in it we've seen it multiple times this year so who's going to be able to make those wild plays now that superman ain't on the field that that's really the big question i have
1: I agree. And and like you said, look, somebody got to step it up. You know, I don't know who it's going to be, but but I I don't know if that even means the coaches. Somebody has to be smart here. Mm -hmm. Step it up. Help this young man. If you want to win these football games, because this is starting to get too similar to what we saw last year. You got to find a way to not do what you did last year. And hopefully that means being consistent and running the football, being consistent and putting him in passing situations that are favorable and and playing the defense so you know I I do think that while the Steelers have vastly improved over the the last few weeks I still think that there's some weaknesses there that you can that you, you can that the again they just be honest about what they're dealing with they can find a way to come out with a win against this team because the offense is not lighting it up and they're not going to light it up against the okay. Raiders' defense. They're, they're, I mean, I, I don't expect them to. Let me say that. I don't expect them to. So if you can keep that offense at bay and your offense finds a way to just melodically move, melodically move, you know, you know even if you start out with a couple of uh, field goals, but eventually, you know, hopefully at the end that they, they, these three points can become come six and seven points, you can win this yeah. football game.
0: It's very possible. I mean, that's, so. that's that's the way this game. That's the way these teams play each other. It's going exactly. to be field goals. You know, this is where winning ugly comes into being a positive. You know, both of these teams know how to win very ugly. Yeah. Who can win the ugliest? You know, yep. who, who can muck it up the most? That's The we're ugly gonna fest. Gonna
1: we about up. to have an ugly fest.
0: Yeah. You know, it's just going <laughs> to be a slot fight. You know, just everybody throwing mud it's, it's just whatever. You know, yeah. who can dirty it up the most Who and, and pull it out in the end? That's really what it's going to come down to. And the Ravens have shown that they can go out there and not play their best football and still win. Um, It's not necessarily the greatest thing in the world, but it helps. I do think it helps, especially when you get into December and January football and division football, you know, you really need to be able to win in in a variety of ways and say what you want about this team. They have shown that they can, Everything doesn't have to be perfect for them to go out there and win a game. That's, that's a positive. Completely agree.